With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. together also before we can compete are you feeling me before we could earn true equality on equal footing then we could intermingle on a single world stage putting everyone on the same page if you could wouldn't you want it would you if you had it shouldn't you flaunt it I don't know but I do know this some people think we're on a level playing field I say open your eyes look around we're not even in the same Stadium. What do you say to them? We need black leaders like from the old school. Yes, leaders of the new school. Where the young ones come from? Stand up from among the dumb ones. Don't you know? We've come a long way, baby, but so much further to go. Please join the World Black Networkers Association on the Mighty People Online Social Network at mightypeople.info, where our mission is to bring the world black community together in effective networking for successful living. This is Master Griot Radio, channel 13 on your NBVTA internet radio dial. I'm Jacqueline Taylor Adams, and I am your host for this moment in time. It's time for purpose-driven words, shaping thoughts, building minds, true wealth, communities, and legacies. If my words had wings, they'd fly to you each day. Welcome to the Digital Drummer, Jim Newton with Urban Tech Talk on the radio. Hi, Jim. How are you? I'm feeling fine, Jackie. How are you doing this evening? 
I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Oh, I just have to apologize to anyone who got the wrong information. For some reason, our Facebook event kept changing the time. <laughs> yeah, so, is there any confused? I've seen it said 8 o'clock. Yeah, and I don't even know why it changed. I just happened to look, and I'm like, huh, 8 o'clock? I mean, who did that? <laughs> so it keeps putting it at 8 o'clock instead of... um. It's 7 o'clock Pacific Time, 8 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Central, and 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So I had to put that in there, and I tried to change it back to 7. It just wouldn't do that. So, but um, we are here, and I sent Rizon a message, and hopefully he will get the message. So, um, well, while you're here, while we're waiting, and uh, we can maybe talk about uh, Digital Hollywood last week and yes. uh, what went on uh, with their uh, Women's Summit and their Hispanic Summit. Definitely. Go ahead, sir. Yes. Uh, as some of you are aware, Digital Hollywood is one of the uh, uh, top tech events in the nation. It happens three times a year. Uh, here in Los Angeles, and then at CES in Las Vegas, and then I believe in the fall it's in New York City. And it is a marriage of the Hollywood studio industry and Silicon Valley, to say it quite simply. All your major studio reps are there. All your major marketing uh, reps are there from the uh, tech industry, and they're talking about the uh, future of TV and set-top boxes and how they will uh, commercialize or, or monetize the uh, upcoming uh, uh, new technology, new media technology, vis-a-vis uh, -vis the uh, second screen, uh, as everybody's talking about with this cell phone, how they're being tied interactively into uh, a new original programming and content. Uh, that being said, they had an array of uh, workshops and seminars over four days at the, uh, oh, I can't think of the name of the hotel right now, but uh, in Santa Monica Beachfront Hotel, and uh, it was very enjoyable afternoon uh, pool receptions. I always encourage people to participate in trade events and uh, conventions because it's a way that you can meet experts in the field one-on-one, -on -one, and you can talk and identify different markets that you hadn't thought of uh, uh, prior to coming to some of these uh, workshops and seminars. So that being said, Samsung uh, hosted a Women's Power Summit uh, for women in tech and women in film. And it was two days of uh, some great speakers. Uh, our own Kimberly King Burns was involved uh, from, from uh, Convenience. Uh, Convergence, that's the name of her, co her company, uh, Kimberly King Burns with Convergence. Uh, she put together a couple of panels there, uh, as well as for the uh, Hispanic Summit. They had uh, major leaders there from all the uh, uh, telcos and uh, cable companies talking about the Hispanic market and the new type of content that they're looking for to attract or tap into that market. So it was uh, 
it was a great four days. We made a lot of contacts. I was able to pass out a lot of cards, talk to a lot of people, see some old friends, make some new contacts. Uh, things are, are looking up, moving forward. Uh, we've still got uh, name recognition, and uh, we're, uh, we've got the support of some major tech players who are looking at our organizing efforts nationally right now. Uh, one of the uh, people that I was introduced to uh, with the president of WeVideo, W-E-V-I-D-E-O, uh, WeVideo.com. It's a, uh, a video streaming platform similar to uh, YouTube, except it allows you to uh, edit on the fly. And it's, uh, it's based on a social networking uh, uh, platform that allows you, as an individual from your profile, to uh, edit and upload uh, uh, video seamlessly. So when we start talking about the uh, national video contest in every city, and, you know, Jack is a big fan of this one, uh, we're going to be asking uh, people in every city that the Urban Tech Fair uh, is held at, one of the first things that we're going to do is have a video contest and ask people to create a two-minute video of uh, what technology is in their community. So uh, that platform, uh, W-E-V-I-D-E-O, will be ideal for that with the social networking aspect of it. And so we really appreciate that support. And as I said, uh, you know, we got a chance to talk with Samsung. We got a chance to talk with Facebook, with all the major players. They were all there. Uh, so it's, it was a great event, uh, a great week. And I have to, uh, to give my hats off to uh, Victor Harwood, the uh, producer of Digital Hollywood. He's always making extra efforts to reach out and create a more diverse and informative type of platform for uh, uh, minorities and women and uh, up-and-coming uh, uh, startups, bootstrap companies to really uh, get in the game. So... Uh, he's an innovator and a visionary, and uh, I support him and thank him for uh, allowing me full access to the event. All right. This sounds like it was exciting, and we do need to do our best to take advantage of these conventions and conferences, and um, especially the ones that are, you know, are free to low cost. Sometimes you think that something may be free or low cost. It's not good, but you can generally find something worthwhile in many of them. There's still many of them uh, that are very expensive. If this is a very expensive show, I think it's uh, a general admission starts at about $800. Okay. But the concept is still the same. Uh, it was worth $800 to be there to be able to uh, meet one-on-one and shake their hands with the uh, chief marketing officer for Samsung Electronics, uh, you mm -hmm. know, to be able to make that type of contact is, is worth the money. And whether you're talking about the uh, uh, tech industry, uh, forgive me for the eminence, it's just South Central, uh, whether you're talking about the tech industry or whether you're talking about the hair industry or whether you're talking about uh, the entertainment industry, these type of conferences such as CES, NAB, 
uh, uh, these different type of regional events are great to attend. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely, if you definitely have your ducks in a row, those type of events do pay off. And um, sometimes you understand the biggest thing about the events, you know, is the networking. <laughs> that is the biggest thing. And we yes, can uh, learn from other people. Yes, one of the first things I advise people to do before they spend their money is look at who's on the speakers list. Look at the subjects that are being covered. Are mm-hmm. they relative to uh, your industry and your immediate needs? And uh, will they serve a purpose or is there something that you can gain other than just shaking hands and uh, exchanging business cards? Yeah. And, uh, and are the people that you're shaking hands and exchanging business cards people that you know, you really want to connect with, you know. So, so you know, you really have to look at that. They're your peers. <laughs> they're, huh? they're your peers in the industry. I said they're your peers yeah. in the industry. Yeah. yeah. And that's what makes these conferences good, especially when they're industry events. They're generally based in an industry, in a niche, in an area. So a lot of times you can get specialized training or specialized networking. And that's exactly. what makes it make them, you know, makes them good. So I do they know. Have like at uh, uh, CES, they have uh, 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 classes where you can go get certification for, uh, like, uh, uh, different uh, technologies and, and new programs so you can come away from the certified. Okay. Alrighty. Well, um... Well, that's one of the things that we'll be doing, too, when uh, as our resource um, section comes up. We will be listing those, you know, you'll be able to check the resource section and find out various events, you know, technology events, technology challenges, you know, all different, you know, type of tech events that you can attend. And then you can, you know, look them up and see which ones are working in. And on our uh, Facebook groups as well, uh, we're posting up a lot there. In fact, uh, uh, Brother Muhammad out the Bay Area uh, uh, made an introduction for me to go to the uh, Los Angeles uh, uh, Gaming Video Gaming Convention coming up next week. I'll be there. Mhm. Yeah, there and um. And that's what's good about what we're doing with the Urban Tech Fair. We're able to get the various cities to report in what's going on in their area. And then, um, so there may be a lot of things that, you know, we may not know generally, you know, may not just find out there, but things that we would find out that are happening in the cities that you just may not even know of. And um, But there's very good events and very successful events that you may not even realize is happening in your own area. So that's one of the good things. The cities will be reporting also what's going on in their area. Like uh, uh, Yvette uh, uh, Moby on our discussion group out of the Chicago uh, uh, area, uh, she's been putting on uh, uh, events. Uh, she found a real men cook. And they have a whole series of workshops and health events that goes on along with that uh, on Father's Day every year. They do uh, uh, Father's Day Real Men Cook. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and that's a real exciting event. And that happens in various cities as well. So, um, I think we have a few people that are involved with a few events. But it is good to see, like, you know, like you spoke of David has a gaming event. You went to the Digital Hollywood. Um, that, you know, Yvette is um, a cooking event. So it's just like all these different areas. And there are all these really good events. And, again, in different niches and great places to go, network, and learn in areas that you're interested in, that you're doing business in, or, you know, whatever. So I think that's... Um, Again, which makes the urban tech fair a bit exciting. <laughs> and so, um, when are you scheduled to go to the gaming event? Uh, that's uh, Tuesday and Wednesday this week. So, mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be going and checking out Electronic Arts and all the different uh, gaming manufacturers and seeing what they're coming for. Uh, you know, one of the things that we encourage in the Urban Tech Fair is uh, coding skills so you can begin to react, write and create your own games. And maybe I'll be able to come away with some contacts of uh, uh, our companies or organizations that are doing that as well. So, you know me, I'm going to be on the lookout. The digital drum is going to be looking the drum about. <laughs> yeah. Gaming is definitely an area we need to definitely be more knowledgeable in. <laughs> and so what um, have you been reporting about all this week? What are some of the good things that you've been reporting about this week, Jim? Well, one of the things that uh, I just touched on lightly, but I think is a great opportunity that was announced at uh, Digital Hollywood, was Samsung is putting together a women's mentoring program to get more women involved in executive positions in the entertainment and tech field. And they're putting together a list of angel investors and, and support groups and mentors that help walk you through the uh, entire process of being able to create and move up uh, the tech ladder. Uh, whether it be as a, uh, as a, a senior management position or whether it be as an entrepreneur. So they're, uh, I think they put uh, almost a million dollars, as I understand it, into this program. They'll be hosting uh, workshops and setting up things for women around the country. So you've got to keep your ear open for that. Uh, another thing that I touched on today was the faith-based uh, 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 film film market, family film market, uh, and the amount of money that films that are falling into that genre, whether you're talking about uh, uh, The Butler, uh, which was uh, 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 came out of Tyler Perry's house, and the films that he's doing out of Atlanta, are what uh, T.D. Jakes and Oprah are both doing. Mm-hmm. They're all making very successful and financially beneficial uh, movies based on uh, uh, faith and family culture. And there's a lot of different film festivals that are coming out. Speaking of events, uh, there's a lot of different film festivals uh, that have uh, very nice uh, 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 contest uh, uh, pots 
up to a million dollars in terms of funding and supporting that whole industry. So, you know, if you're a filmmaker, a photographer, or act, or in that, that line of the yards, you might look at the uh, faith-based industry as a place to start from an independence perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely... Well, they've been very successful in music and... And I think hip hop has has been growing in the the gospel industry better than it's been growing in the secular industry because <laughs> it's a better quality. Because in order for them to be successful in gospel, the one thing they had to do was be clear on, you know, on their speech. Because a lot of times people couldn't understand them. So I think some gospel hip hop artists are just. You know, they they excel at the craft a little bit better because for them to be successful in the arena, they um, they have to be. And um, the gospel industry is really a booming industry all the way around. <laughs> and uh, did you see that post I put on the advancements that they're doing with the uh, biofactories? Um, no, with the biofactories. Yeah, they're able to create uh, new cellular structures as easy as we send emails, and they're setting up factories where a technician basically pumps in the uh, DNA numbers that he wants in the uh, cell in terms of what he wants it to do in the end, end result, and then through a series of uh, of vial uh, uh, tubes and, and a process, they generate actual cells and organisms that they're using to fight cancer, to put in food flavoring, uh, you know, that they're using for all kinds of things. And, you know, they're making an unbelievable amount. I think it was something like a, a, a million new classifications of life that did not exist before. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't know if I'm happy about that. <laughs> Where medicine has come to, you know, we talk about mm-hmm. these 3D printers, but these, they're using these 3D printers to actually uh, uh, fabricate uh, uh, bone and, and pieces of the skull and body parts and everything in terms of the medicine, medical industry. And mm-hmm. then you start talking about telemedicines and being able to do a complete physical with your heart rate and everything off of your cell phone. Uh, you know, they're just advancing by leaps and bounds in this generation in terms of uh, the quantum effect that, that healthcare has taken over the last 20 years versus when I was coming up, they were still dealing with polio. I just read an article about blood that they're, they just had made some, they felt they were successful at making some blood that they shot into some, you know, rats, and that the body didn't seem to react to the blood. So they were happy about this when they were designing new blood. And they're testing it in animals right now. Oh, oh yeah. And I like the one where they found a way to uh, grow hair on, on uh, where, you know, make new hair grow. <laughs> well, that's definitely good. <laughs> I know yeah, that'll be a real good. They would. That one would do really well. 
Well, now men are sporting the ball. Like, you know, it, it's the fad now. <laughs> well, you hear them say it every day on the Obamacare as uh, a baby mover that outnumber the uh, millennials. Yeah. Well, one of the things that they were saying at Digital Hollywood that I found very interesting uh, was they were talking about the millennials in terms of uh, target marketing and how, you know, advertising is always in America that pop culture is focused in on the youth and that one out of every four millennials now is Hispanic and that's expected to be to grow. Uh, you know, and that how they can tap into that market because the uh, Hispanics are digital-wise, just like everybody else in America. So, you know, they're using a, a multi-channel. They've disconnected from the cord. Uh, I think they said one out of three millennial Hispanics has uh, YouTube as their homepage. <laughs> yeah, I would believe it. YouTube is really a real, 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 real voice. But, you know, you, I mean, you just have to give it to it with social media and then YouTube visually putting out, you know, the voice of the people. I mean, people can get on there and about do anything. I mean, honestly, I'm getting ready to do a series. I'm just trying to find a good uh, video camera. But I'm getting ready to do a series on my animals because they're funny. And if some of these well, things can get the million hits that they do, I know my funny animals can. Well, well that's the beauty of uh, uh, Wii Video is because now the uh, 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 newer smartphones are have me- megapixel video in them. They're able to do 1080 uh, uh, high-definition video. And to be able to upload that video from your phone and edit it and cut it up just like you would with a video camera and do it electronically is a a great advantage. And that's that's what they see their edge in the market versus YouTube, who is really the gorilla in the marketplace. Uh, You know, they're having the uh, YouTube uh, awards tonight in New York City. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't excited about them. I wasn't excited about them. I mean, I, I, yeah, I voted, but I mean, I mean, I went to vote, but I really, it's you know, I thought there would be more unknown people, but uh, major awards well, went to like they're the major numbers, and you know as well as I do, as a good marketing team, you can boost up the numbers. It's not hard to make the numbers big. Well, I mean, you know, it's the major artists, you know, um, not that I have anything, you know, Rihanna, um, it's, you know, it's it's 90% major artists. So, you know, the major artists already have a major following, so therefore they have the numbers, but I just thought awards like YouTube would have a place for, you know, you know, for, you know, more, you know, the unknowns, you know, for you to you know, recognize some more of the unknown. So I thought it would just be more, um, you know, I, I thought it would be more categories for those type of... Look, that, that shows you the dark side of the Internet because uh, according to uh, YouTube and their press releases, that their intent was what you're saying. Uh, that was their intent was to highlight some of the more popular 
and stars that they birthed, uh, you know, that came uh, came out of YouTube, that made this, you know, made their start on uh, YouTube. And uh, the whole thing is that uh, YouTube is not subscribers now. They're looking to compete with uh, Netflix in terms of original programming and TV programming, being able to screen, stream that. A lot of people are not aware that you can stream full movies in three-hour concerts right now on YouTube. And uh, as an entertainment platform, uh, as I've said in the past, it's all about the subscriber. And so YouTube is looking at, at how it can gain a foothold uh, uh, in that market and become more of the uh, establishment versus the, uh, the, the independent. You know, Netflix now has more subscribers than HBO. Can you believe it? Mm-hmm. They have more yeah, no, I read it. Now, what does that say when they're creating their own original content? HBO yeah. wants to do the same thing. I mean, YouTube wants to do the same thing. Yeah, and, and now the thing about it, I work with a lot of artists. A lot of people' goal was to get their movie on HBO. Now, you know, with this, people, you know, it expands the field. You know, I, maybe I can get it easier on Netflix or YouTube. You know, and uh, maybe I have more of an audience than if I had it on HBO. So I, it's definitely making a difference in the industry. You know, before HBO and Showtime was the place that, you know, a lot of artists, you know, playwrights and, you know, that are, you know, converting their things to film, that was their goal, to get their work, you know, on that platform. Yeah. So now, you know, that whole options and market, you know, really has expanded. And even look, for, look you know... Um, with, uh, look what they did with Breaking Bad. You know, Netflix is credited with the success of that. Yeah. I know, I actually, we, I have been started some reality TV things. Um, um, people had asked me about it, and I had an idea, and I was told how to research it, and then some people I work with, they, they wanted to do these things, so I helped people, you know, articulate what they wanted. So I have a little experience with developing, you know, formats for reality TV. But this has totally expanded the field. But before we were just looking at going, you know, getting certain people, you know, certain broadcast stations and um, who you were looking for to pick you up. But with Netflix, it really has, you know, um, change options, it really makes you look differently. Well, hey, if I don't go here, a make it be just as successful or definitely a good start and launch to do it on Netflix. And exactly. and, and at that market who's who's watching next Netflix. You know, that Netflix market is a, a very viable market to be honestly that was was ignored in regular broadcast TV. The Netflix market is not the people who help make Nielsen ratings. They're not the people that Nielsen, you know, interviews including in their ratings. And one of the things that they were talking about at Digital Hollywood was in terms of uh, uh, embedded second screen triggers so that as you were watching the show on your uh, uh, simultaneously at the, the uh, uh program was playing on TV, you could have your phone and 
mouse over certain things that you see in the shot on the shot and have all the information come up for purchase such if you like you like the glasses or you like the shoes just one click straight to purchase from your phone is a secondary device mm-hmm. uh, and how that how that affects the user experience and are with with the uh the viewer of the film if they can, how they can incorporate that into a smooth transition so that you don't have to mm-hmm. take your eyes away from the screen or interrupt the movie experience in order to make that purchase or make that move. You're trying to Yeah, well, I think it's an excellent way of monetizing and without people necessarily having to having to be forced into a commercial. Yeah, it offers a way to monetize. May take people away from the story, you know, artistically. <laughs> I mean, but it's definitely a way of monetizing. Well, the best takeaway I got from uh, those discussions was that a a secondary platform uh, similar to what Disney is doing and uh, Channel 7 is doing, where uh, if you really like the show, then you can come over to look at the the behind-the-scenes whole community that's based around the show uh, through your cell phone and the Internet versus trying to incorporate uh, both of them simultaneously using the second screen as as a secondary capture for a second experience altogether. Mhm. Well, that is definitely, definitely so. so um. Well, what we're gonna do? We're gonna take a just gonna take a momentary break, and then we can come back and close out because our guest did not arrive, and there may have been some confusion with the time. I still, while we were on the show, I was trying to change the time; it just would not allow me. <laughs> but um, so, what we're gonna do? Um, we're just gonna take a break for a little Maxwell, and then we're gonna come out and you can give us some closing thoughts, Jim. Okay and about what's coming up next. All right.
Okay, we are back. That was just a little Maxwell. We got to chill out to a little Maxwell. So, <laughs> so Jim, what do we have, you know, coming up for the next week? I know we have our national conference call coming this Saturday. Yes, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about, right, we're going to be talking about uh, some of the things that are taking place around the country, Uh, that's why I wish uh, Lazon could have been on the show tonight to talk about what's happening in Kansas City and the success he's had with the Wi-Fi networks that they're building down there. Uh, You know, uh, I was talking with a brother from New York online earlier tonight. And the uh, New York BDPA is excited about the uh, uh, Urban Tech Fair coming there and how we are uh, looking at the uh, Betty Shabazz Center in Harlem for our uh, Wi-Fi Central spot. And he was saying that they're uh, powered and supported by Howard University. So it all comes together. It all ties. And we believe that as more people begin to become aware of the changing environment, and social economic, uh, uh, political opportunities that are available today uh, through technology, uh, and that's what the Urban Tech Fair is about, creating awareness that more people will become involved. Okay. I would like to share with our audience, first I'd like to thank everyone for listening in. Um, you can, if you choose to call in, Ken six four six seven one six seven nine nine four. Ask any questions, share any tech news that's going on with you and in your area. But please do visit us online at www.urbantechfair.org. Again, that's www.urbantechfair.org. And click on Join and Join Us. We need everyone to participate and be a part of this movement. We are just very excited, and we're going to kick off 2014 running. And um, David and I are actually putting together an event to happen the last week of November. It's called The Other Side of Hip Hop. We're going to really working to put on an event. We're just testing some technology, which will be great because we're hoping a conference to, you know, to do these interviews and host these events with people across the country all through um, our live stream channel with us, without us having to fly anywhere or fly anyone in. So um, this is November, and this is the official um, month of, for the history of hip-hop, Hip-Hop History Month. And so we want to um, celebrate that, and we want to look at the other side of hip-hop, which we talk about women in hip-hop and conscious hip-hop, which is, you know, sometimes it's done a lot, but it's not celebrated. So we want to look at that side, the other side of hip-hop. So we're working to put that event together um, for the Urban Tech Fair. And my goal is, too, if I get, like, people like Mr. Great Jim Newson and all to really work with me, 
we are going to hopefully at that time be able to kick off our membership program. So you'll be able to join and, and really help move the Urban Tech Fair along by, you know, becoming a general member. It's only $25. You get your membership card with your QR code, and um, we have a nice little, another little gift for you that you get um, when you become a member, and that is just going to um, kick off our membership drive. And you can get memberships for the holidays and all of those great things. So. We're hoping, um, like I said, we're hoping to begin that the last week in November. And um, I just want you guys to come along and be a part of this. And if there's not an Urban Tech Fair schedule for your city, please consider heading up one in your city. Richmond, Virginia will be our next one to come aboard. So um, we're just getting excited. We really have some great things going on. Jim? Yes. Oh, yeah, and we will also, too, um, I guess in December we're going to start putting calls out for for speakers, like specific, you know, topics and things. You had an opportunity, people had an opportunity to present. Um, we have various tracks, so whatever programming or workshops or seminars you want to present on those tracks, you have opportunity to present in a virtual expo as well as an opportunity to present um, in our um, on-the-ground expo in various cities. And you, and then if you also want to showcase your wares, we have vending opportunities as well. So it's a lot of great things, a lot of great opportunities, and, and and definitely opportunities to really market and showcase what you're doing and great learning opportunities. So if you teach and if you like to learn, this is what the Urban Tech Fair, you know, is about. There will be opportunities to learn at so many different levels. Jim, anything else? Um, just that uh, we're looking for everybody to get involved in our uh, social networking platforms. Don't forget we're on LinkedIn, Google+, Plus, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, just uh, follow the hashtag Urban Tech Fair, uh, and you will find us wherever you are, we are. All right. Okay, well, we are going to close out here, and we thank everyone for listening in. Again, you can visit us at www.urbantechfair.org, and from there you can get to all of our social network platforms. If you don't remember anything else, remember urbantechfair.org. Just Google us. (laughs) And we speak for everyone. A great week. Please connect with us this Saturday, November the 9th, and it is, what, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 11 a.m. Mountain, 12 noon Central, and 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, our national conference call. You can call in and um, specifically find out what's going on, how you can participate, and what are the next steps in the Urban Tech Fair. So it's our national conference planning call. It's actually work in action. We come to work. So if you just check us out on our Facebook page and, and our LinkedIn page, you can find out 
um, all the details for the national conference call. And, of course, if you join and sign up for the email list, you will get the notice. And to that, I say good night, Jim. Good night, everyone. Have a blessed weekend. All right. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.